Hey, it's Amin. Hey, it's Colton. And you're listening to Unwinding. Okay, here we are. Uh, I feel like today is kind of... I mean, our podcast is like definitely very like, you know, energetic. Really? It's supposed to be upbeat and fun, but I feel like there's just been a lot in the last couple of days, particularly yesterday and today. Um, it's kind of kind of take a turn to more of a serious tone. Definitely. So, so like, if, I'm drinking Prosecco right now and it's not to celebrate. Yeah. It's like this is I woke up to the news of the 751 um, unmarked graves this morning and it's heavy. I like, you know, I've been really, really, um, I guess, woke to the whole actual history of Canada. Like I, it started when I took this course learning about the Stalo, which is the indigenous that's native to the Fraser river. And since then it's just been like, for me, like I've been talking to anybody and everybody about it. And then Kamloops happened. And that was just a major catalyst, which, you know what, these conversations need to happen. And so, like when it's in your face, especially, you can't just keep your head buried in the sand. Yeah. So yeah, before we get into this, let's kind of just touch on uh, things we'll be discussing today. So if you are listening, and you normally have a glass or two, I would suggest definitely grabbing one, because this is like, kind of a heavier darker I definitely started I'm gonna be probably finishing that bottle and I started out with like pouring out some liquor to and I've had a couple days I've I've had a couple with you know given my whole you know the last episode was about Britney obviously we know I'm a big Britney fan so obviously if you've been living under a rock I'm sure you've seen the reports that have coming out so I mean I, I understand like it's just it's just been a lot of information to kind of take in so grab a glass definitely before <laughs> before we divulge but what we'll get it's into gonna today, get a little heavy today but we're gonna what we'll lighten it up at the end so stay tuned it'll be all good um so we're gonna you know discuss you know the indigenous um children at the residential school that were found on marked graves we're gonna talk about um you know britney spears and her um, court hearing where she basically laid it all out and uh we'll end it though on more of a positive note with uh carl how do you say his last name Owen? nasib's nasib i want to say nasib if i'm saying it wrong my apologize yeah. carl this it's is all good just... carl but yeah he's one of the first um openly gay athletes um while he's still like playing yeah, active, there has yeah. been like yeah yeah okay so let's just let's just get into it so grab a gl- grab a drink okay so let's start off how about almond before we kind of get into what was kind of discovered yesterday and today here in Canada. Could you maybe just give like a quick. For sure. About the residential school. Yeah. Cliff notes yeah. for maybe the listeners that aren't in Canada. Totally. We do yeah. No problem. Yeah. No problem. So Canada is still a fairly young nation. We're like under 160 years old. Um, the residential schools have actually been happening since before Canada became a nation. So they actually started when it was the Catholics who had came, they were French Catholics who had came and they were called the Oblates. And what they're, you know, like a lot of other 
religions that come onto a foreign land and see these people that don't apparently in quotes have God in their life, they seek out to um, pretty much make them come over to their side. And the way that they were trying to pretty, what they're quoting is saying is that they wanted to take the, like the Indian out of the child. And that was by means of making them feel like lower than and also embarrass them. This has actually been quoted as what they've said when they would try to practice their own culture. Like that it, to me is devastating to have like, you know, I have experienced to a certain degree of people trying to diminish me because of my culture, but to actually be put in a place where you are ripped away from your family and put into this atmosphere that is telling you you can't be who you are. You can't speak your language. We're going to cut your hair, which is a very like spiritual thing for a lot of cultures. And so when Canada was starting to actually become a country, this is when Johnny McDonald is really like pushing the railroad way to unite, you know, unite East and West. And just really quick, just Johnny McDonald, for those who aren't listening, is the first Canadian prime minister. So anyways, yeah. continue on. He was like, the way that the, the government pretty much saw it is that, hey, these these oblates are actually taking care of our like our native problem for us because they were they were past the fur trade. And this is when they're actually settler colonialism is is taking place in Canada. People are going to set up like set their roots here and this is where they're going to be. So, you know, it's problematic for them when they have the actual people that were here before them that are saying like, Hey, wait a second. Like these, we need these lands because this gives us access to like, it's, you know, it has like spiritual and um, cultural significance because it's a big thing within the indigenous um, culture is like, you know, kinship is like, Hey, like you have access to these resources and I have access to this. So we're going to, we form a, a, a kinship. And all of that was completely drastically changed when settler colonialism took place. And so they actually backed the residential schools, making it mandatory by law for children to have to go to these residential schools. And like, if they didn't abide, there was consequences. And the way that these children were treated is atrocious. Like that's not even, I can't even find the right word to explain that because they were pretty much like, could you imagine having your culture, having somebody trying to eradicate your culture when it's like, it's a part of you, it's embedded within your whole DNA. And so um, that the residential schools are actually, it's not even history. I want to say it's presentry because the last one closed down in 1996, which is less than 30 years ago. And so it's had intergenerational effects because, because of what people went through. So, you know, there's this, honestly, Colton, you know, it's true too, that there's a bad stigma that's like associated to a lot of indigenous people, you know, like, oh, they, um, you know, they're just, they don't, they don't go to school. They're just making free money. No, it's like, do you question, like, do you really question now why they have had a problem with authority? Like, look at how the authority, the government, the RCMP, the church, all of these things that are supposed to keep people safe and pave the way for a country have made them feel that they are like, not even second-class citizen, worse than that, that they're not even to this day, this is another sad statistic about Canada, is that there is 90% of people that don't have access to clean water in this country are Indigenous. And so 
how can that be? Here we are boasting like Canada has so much natural water. We pr- we provide a huge chunk of the world's natural water and yet we can't give it to our own like it to its natural inhabitants. This is ridiculous. This is not okay. This should be more of an outrage for a lot of people. And the fact is that Canadian history never taught us about this. Canadian history taught us about, about a little bit about Louis Louis Riel, um, K, the fur trade. Um, that's pretty much what you what you're getting. And then you have this maybe when you're in grade three, four, you have a little um, like a little unit that's about like the Inuit or the Haida or whatever the native native people to your region is, and that's it. You do a soap carving and you're done. Like, that's not, that's not anything. That's, that's just, it's, it's like a puppet. Like, that's ridiculous to say that you've actually covered. Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm just, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's a lot. And I think, um, you know, so obviously with the news, you know, like, sorry, I just want to say with all of this as well, like there has been, the reserves came to be because they were like this, the reserves were their way of keeping them in a place that they can see them. So like the more, um, you know, obviously sought after lands, at least this is, this is from all what I learned from the Stalo, um, is they were given to the Europeans. The were the same land that these people have had to like, you know, take out the tree trunks. It's a lot of work. Like all these, they put their blood, sweat and tears into these lands. And now here it is, here's this settler coming over from England and he's just going to get it. And you're going to, you're going to put me in this less desirable, less fertile soil. And now you wonder why people, why, why they feel this way. And like with the reserves, they do, they try to push them out as far as they can. And that's why you do see it is a thing within the indigenous um, culture that people that stay on reserves and reserves are like a whole different world from where like the rest of us are. And it's obviously been hard for them to integrate into that because they've never been accepted. How are you supposed to, how are you going to want to go into something when you know that everyone's already going to be judging you and have a whole misconception of you? So like I have been doing what I can. Um, I've joined like a peace and reconciliation um, center with my professor. So I think, you know, first thing that we could start doing is like learn about the indigenous people of where you live, you know, like, and that's all over the world. That's not only Canada because there's indigenous people Australia, all over the world. America. Yeah, exactly. Well, sorry. The United States of America. I have a Turtle friend. Island. That gets, I, have, whole, I have a friend. All of I have it a friend is called that, Turtle Island. Well, okay. I, no, I have a friend who, if you refer to this, the United States as America, they get upset because technically we're all in America so you need to like to, you need to like if you say America it's like it's giving it too much to the U.S. it's like there's North America there's like you know yeah. what I mean like we're Canada is a part of America and we're we're an yes. American country and Mexico is Mexico yes. is the bottom yeah so that's sure. what I'm saying so it's like so it's like it's funny when I, so I got to correct myself for my friend who listens I got to say yes America I mean the United States Canada Australia there's a lot so kind of to touch on yeah with that so like if you if you are uh, also canada is actually canada america are actually referred to as turtle island okay is what the indigenous actually called it is, okay is, is, is turtle, it's island. turtle island okay so there we go so what um kind of like what you said with the whole uh you know getting informed so what's really kind of driven this in the last couple of weeks especially in the you know, local news, which has 
it's not just been national, it's been international news as well. Um, Canada recently discovered um, one of the residential schools here uh, that had basically an unmarked gravesite of all these children that had gone to a residential school out in British Columbia, which uh, British Columbia is known as a province, which is like very similar to a state um, in uh, the US. So they discovered, um, how many bodies was that again? Almond, it was 215. So that okay. was outside of Kamloops. Yeah. And the thing is, like, also, I forgot to mention the amount of molest, like rape and molestation right. that also occurred at these residential schools by at the hands of the priests and the nuns who were there. So the Catholic Church also has a huge which was, hand which, in this. Which and they need to like... With, which, like, I'm, I'm going to try to, you know, dumb it down to like, people that maybe aren't unaware the catholic church is definitely the nuns taught like it was very the catholic church had a very heavily they ran it it was the yeah. oblates they they're the ones who were running the residential schools and they're trying to like i was just i just said this today where i was like you know this is a cultural genocide and the fact is is that you know you hear like in the world we've heard about pol pot we've heard about joseph stalin we've heard about hitler we've heard about these genocides for canada the, our genocide has taken place underground. It's all buried. And Very now hush, hush. it's all coming to the surface. Now yeah. it's like the voices of these children is screaming in all of our faces. And you know and what like, the thing is, is like with things like that, like it always, everything always comes to light eventually one day. It does. And the yeah. thing is with this is that I also initially thought that, hey, I am a colored person like this is like, you know, this is not anything I did. But if you are a, like anybody who is a, like wasn't is not indigenous as, and has come to this country, we are a byproduct of settler colonialism. We have still profited off of their what they had to go through. And so we owe it as Canadians and we have we we think that we're the nicest people in the world. But hey, now is the time to really show it in terms of how we react to this. Well, and that's why, like, it's really important that we use our platforms to have the awkward conversations. Like, people are like, oh, it makes me feel uncomfortable. You should. We need to feel uncomfortable to be yeah. able to get go through the process of acknowledgement and then accountability and healing eventually. But that won't happen until we have these conversations. Yeah, which, you know, is, uh, you know, again, so this is, and I, I feel like, this is just really the tip of the iceberg for this story. Um, oh, definitely. Because, because a lot of, um, if you aren't paying attention or following, they are, the, can, the Canadian government and the provincial governments are giving a lot more funding um, for people to search the grounds of residential schools to find more unmarked graves. And you know, and they Colton, did find, and they did find more, and there's probably going to be a they're lot going more to, to find. I will bet you my life mm -hmm. that there will not be a single residential school that they come across that does not have an unmarked grave. Right. I, I will bet my life on it. Like this is something that is going to continue to be devastating. Like, honestly, like I have started this brand that even before this, all this news came out, it was just from like what so I had learned. Really quickly touch on that because remember a couple episodes ago, we were talking about some of the, projects you're working on so do you want to plug i'm not looking to plug this i well, just not want to plug. explain no no, no. I I, and it. i mean i didn't want to associate that <laughs> with that I'm not, I'm not going yeah to, but i i'm not plug i meant to say because obviously there's a bit of i'll a, explain it yeah it's like yeah, something like, that I meant I more of an takes up a lot of my time yeah. yes yeah 
Yeah. So I've started something that I, it's called dot and feather because it actually came up when I was with my this indigenous friend. This is even before friend. all of this. This is, yeah, this yeah. is before all of this had happened. Um, and this, I remember hearing dot and feather from my indigenous friend, John. Um, Cause he is like, he was like, oh, like somebody had asked us like, oh, what are you guys? And he's like, oh, she's the dot. I'm the feather. And I was like, because, you know, both people we've been re- referred to as Indians. Right. I'm actually an Indian and the indigenous were is not, wrongly, that's, that's wrongly not, called. Yeah. You called call, Indians. Yeah. So, you know, dots and feathers. I was like, is uh, the dot refers to a bindi dot, which is something that's very sacred and spiritual to Indian people and feathers. Same with same with feathers. They're the same thing for the indigenous. So I wanted something to really blend something I'm passionate about. And I've started making these candles and their intentions are to heal. Like I smudge them, which is like another practice I, that indigenous practice I learned. It's great to clear the energy. Um, you use sage and burning, you know, different types of crystals for different types of manifestations you're looking for. And um, I wanted to collab with like, I'm collabing with different indigenous artists as well at this time. Obviously I'm like, I'm not like you do, you guys heal you know, heal, do what you have to do, but it's, it's meant to really empower and uplift as well as inform people of the struggles that we go through, you know, like Indian people go through struggles, indigenous people, every, everyone, like every person of color has gone through a struggle, like whether it be on a smaller scale or a larger scale, there's been a struggle. And the biggest thing I think is right now is getting people, everybody to know that universally white privilege is a thing. White privilege is very much a thing. Like you may not be like, you know, you you can be the nicest person. You could be like a total advocate for all races and be totally anti-racism. But as a white person, you know that you have white privilege. Like you are treated completely different. I'm already judged before people, even I say a word. Yeah, you know, and that's like um, the last, like, last little thing I wanted to um, get into before we kind of like move on to the next you know, subject, because there's a lot to cover. Um, I could talk about this all day. Uh, exactly. Like, really like there is so much to unpack, even like with the whole, you know, Britney Spears talking about her whole court hearing, like I could that, you know what I mean? So it's like, there's a lot. What I'm saying is um, it's it's interesting that all of this is coming up right before Canada Day, um, because right now there's a lot of talks here in our country. So Canada Day is July 1st. Mm-hmm. And um, there is a lot of, you know, talks about, how Canada Day, obviously with COVID, you know, it'll look different, but like, you know, to celebrate this, this country, but also recognize kind of the dark past that we've had. I'm glad you brought this up because this is something that I did want to talk to talk about as well, because I have been posting a lot of things about how, um, you know, we need to be accountable and really also saying that Canada Day is something that we need to reevaluate this year um, because like I'm don't get me wrong. I am very blessed yeah, and like, grateful to live on this land. Yeah. But I, in saying that, I also have to recognize who the, the original inhabitants of this land. Well, and then just and the wrongdoing, like, you know, wrongdoing. Exactly. Like, we, you know, I think it's it's very easy to get wrapped up in, you know, because Canada, like, you know, just because I'm is, saying is cancel great, Canada Day doesn't no, mean not. I hate Canada. No, no, no I don't it's think like, it's that's my point. Canceling. That's the yeah. point I want to make. I don't think you got to cancel Canada Day. I, I, what I'm what I'm getting at is like you know it's very easy to, given this information, you know it's very easy to be like you said the privilege the privilege to live in Canada, 
you know, to be, to live in a, a land as great as this, where you have, you know, universal healthcare and like, there's a lot of advantages to living in this country, but I think given, you know, the recent kind of, you know, dark history that's been recently kind of just been brought to the forefront, I think it's fair to celebrate this country, but there needs to be some kind of acknowledgement we need to also like like exactly and i think that's the biggest thing is like yes it's it's great to celebrate this country but there especially this year there needs to be a recognition of you know if you're going to celebrate this country you got to accept the good and the bad and you got to acknowledge the bad i agree like i this candidate, I will not be wearing red and white. I will be wearing and orange. And I think that's totally fair. I, I think. will yeah. not be like, like, honestly, I was just thinking about this before too. Like, I've always said, like, I'm such a proud Canadian, I'm very proud Canadian. And this, I like at this point right now, I'm just a Canadian. Like, I'm not proud of like, no, it's not. I, a proud and I won't, and, and, not, and, and that won't moment. happen until we actually, the peace and reconciliation happens. But and, I also feel like that is coming. Like, I feel like right now is because it is being acknowledged finally that I feel like we are on the, the path to at least hopefully finding like. Do you know how many times the Indigenous people have been told like false promises by the government? Yeah. Like, but, this Amin, is why, like, I'm, I'm skeptical, argue, like, until know, it Amin, actually happens. But Amin, I'm, I'm going to also argue and this is kind of a weird segue to get into the next topic. I feel like 2020, as shitty as this year has been, has We're in also- in now. No, no, but I mean, this past 2020, like the year- Right, okay, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. As, as shitty as 2020 was, I feel like it also brought up a lot of movement and a lot of reflection. And there's been a lot- that has really happened within this last year and this, you know, going into 2021 that I feel like maybe it's because we've just, we've had more time to, you know, really sit and think and be with, but like, you have to admit there is a weird change that is happening globally where people are just kind of getting sick and you know what? I get what you're saying, Colton, but at the same time, I do have my skeptic, my skepticism towards it because I was just thinking, I've been thinking about this as well. Like the whole farmer's protest, and like this is still going on. It's six months in, and it's still going on. Yeah, and but like, what I, but what you know, I'm like, saying? but everything happens, and people are like so like in arms about it. Like, oh yes, you know what? That's off. Like, I hear my sympathies, sympathies, and it's like no, something. No, no, but it's that, that fades. Yeah, but but I'm I'm not saying about sympathies. I'm saying about like, I feel like there's just been a lot more awareness brought to a lot of different things and I'm not saying no things are going to be solved immediately but what I'm saying is I think things that maybe because we've been so wrapped up with our everyday day-to-day that like a lot of things that we should be really paying attention to have not been discussed have not been like you know top of the spot kind of like news and information and what I'm saying is like no I don't think there's going to be an answer immediately but I think you know in order to find an answer you need to know what's going on you need to question and understand. Right. So I feel you like need that's, to be informed. You need and that's to... where I feel like we are right now is like, no, we don't have the solutions, but at least it's like there is finally things that like the real nitty gritty is like finally being discussed and it is finally being, you know, brought kind of to the forefront and finally talked about. Right. 
I so. do, I do think that I do see the validity in your point in the sense that, yeah, there is a lot of issues that we weren't aware of. And now at least we're able to dedicate the time in like actually Britney Spears. Here's to- a good little segue. How, do you remember like years ago when, cause obviously, yes, I've been a Britney fan. Like we've established that just go listen to diva deep dive number two i'm clearly a britney fan but you know the britney army which is what we're referred to as had these you know concerns about you know her role and her um her life with her father and the conservatorship that she's placed in right and you know i remember seeing you in a couple years ago and like you you even admitted on the podcast of the last episode that you know, it sounds a little like conspiracy theorist, hokey pokey. And like now, June 23rd, she publicly went to court, wanted to be public knowledge. Mm-hmm. And basically this whole free Britney movement is now finally being, like you said, like acknowledged. Right. But the difference here is, Colton, yes. is Britney... Britney is also a mega, mega superstar. Like, and, 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 exactly. and her platform is huge, right? And that in itself is very like, it's like, it's crazy. That's where you're like, how could this all have happened when she's such a, a big star? Whereas like when, you know, with the whole thing with the indigenous, people knew that they're around, but they're okay, not really I mean, like, like- I'm not here to like, tit for tat the indigenous struggle for Britney Spears because well, no I it. just feel I just she, feel like, like you're segueing into this like I never got to finish what like we never got well, to like finish anything you just like jumped into Britney okay I'm so I sorry get. what else okay I'm sorry what okay let's go back to the indigenous then it's okay Ooh, I just girl, like we're it's having, fine like, we can, no 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 we're having we like, can move it on like no, no, I'm no, no, just saying no, no, like you no. just like took we didn't even get to like wrap that segment okay, up no let's went straight into Britney I'm so sorry let's wrap it up I got a little bit excited about my Britney shit. I get it. Like, I totally We're having get a view it. moment. We're having a Joy Behar, Megan McCain versus right now. <laughs> Let us go back. I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. Let's go back. I just want to say, okay, I'm yeah. going to wrap it up with no, no, just no. like Let's, a few like, ways. I want you to, yeah. Oh, no, Let's, I'm going to, f- okay. a few things that people can do um, is like that, you know, for truth and reconciliation to happen, there was a call for action, 94 calls to action six years ago. So for, for this to happen, that needs to be, those things need to be done. And something that you as people can do is like, do your research, learn about the people, learn about whose land you're on. And also, you know, if you can connect with your elected officials, we're Canadians. That's something that we take great pride in is that we have this access to our government. So if, if you can, there's there's tons of petitions going around. Get involved, sign it. It takes you two seconds. It's not like you have that much to do. And also, if you're going to post, you know, hashtag um, settlers take action. That is something that we can do. And also on Canada Day, I mean, instead of rocking our red and whites, maybe rock some like black or, or orange. So my heart goes out to the entire indigenous community and um, and the third and the 1323 lives that have been finally acknowledged um, and I'm sure this won't be the last of it so you know what like prayers and healing to the entire indigenous community right now 
Finn. Now on to Brittany. No, I'm just joking. Okay. No, that Finn. was, I had to. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> For those of y'all, you know, that were listening to that, they're like, oh, I think Colton and Almond are about to split up. And- <laughs> We've okay, had listen. much worse. We've had much worse. Don't worry. You know what? And, and that's we're the thing. still friends. We're still friends. But that's the thing is my what I will argue is it, it's both of our passion projects. It's, it's not even that. It's people I feel are so not willing to have just conversations without getting defensive. Totally. And just trying to understand. And that's like you so you know what? Like me and Amon, we recognize we're very similar, but we also have a lot of different passions. And it's just being respectful for one another and you know understanding each person's you know pat like being respectful Our point of view like exactly. and like yeah totally yeah. like so don't worry a- the podcast okay. is still gonna go we still gonna <laughs> unwind we'll yeah find, we'll do a happy episode we're good like, this yeah is this is like the view like i said like joy behar <laughs> megan mccain like you know oh my gosh okay I, so i never really watched it too much rosie was on that right she was for brief, briefly. Whoopi's still there. Okay, so. before we start, Brady, let me get yeah. some more prosecco because okay. I, I, I yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, that was a lot. So, why doesn't everyone, while Almond does that, go grab another glass if you haven't, or start a new one, finish the glass you have, grab a new one, and we will be back with Brittany. Okay, we are back. Almond grabbed her prosecco. I grabbed the whole bottle at yeah, this point. That's fine. It, you know, yeah, do it. Sometimes um, you do drink your feelings away, but don't do it all the time. It's unhealthy. No. no. So, <laughs> you know, it's been a, it's been a lot, and like kind of what I was saying earlier was just kind of all this information that's been finally been kind of brought to the forefront. And you know, as a Britney fan, we did the Britney episode obviously last week. Um, the timing for this was is like, weird, right? Like, you yeah, can't really, yeah, it's bizarre. Um, basically, like, and even for me as like a fan, like, so late yesterday, which was June twenty third, is when Brittany finally addressed the court and 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 requested to make the court hearing public. Um, she was, was ready lot. to speak out. She yeah, was ready and, to speak and, out at this point. Oh, yeah. she did, and. You know, even as like a diehard fan, kind of knowing the information, like even all her fans and the free Britney movement, we all everything basically Britney confessed to, we had kind of all speculated. Mm-hmm. But hearing it straight from her mouth and hearing it verbatim really like still just like shook me. Cause I feel like there was a part of me that was like, as a fan, was like kind of had this because her life has been so secretive for the last 13 years that she's been in this conservatorship. Right. And Nobody really knew like, cause like after when, when it took place, she fell off the grid. Yeah. Like before well, that she was like having her break and stuff like that. Right. Well, and I mean like she, but even after like 2008, when she got into conservatorship, like she was like going on the X factor, she was doing Vegas. She was like the host of the X factor. She was releasing albums. Like she was busy, but like, there's just a lot of mystery to Britney. And I think even as a fan, when you know prior to this and they said yeah like Britney's gonna finally speak I there was a part of me that was like okay Britney's gonna come out it's gonna be some kind of watered down version that's like I'm fine you know like blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah. but like for her to just like lay it out and just mm-hmm. like there there was things in there that shocked me and it like it took like you know it was a lot to process like I can't even imagine like yes like for the people that you know, maybe didn't really know what was going on with Britney to like hear all this information, but for the fans, 
Mm-hmm. It was a it was a lot to digest. Like the next day, I feel like it also validated you. Like at least for 100%. you personally. Like yes. when you had first told me, it was like you're crazy, Colton. You're like Britney's not okay. Like her Instagram's really like kind of like cryptic and like I don't know. It's just like you. I thought you were just being crazy, Colton. Yeah. So, I'm, <laughs> but I think that's kind of again part of the all the emotions. It's like the validation as a Britney fan. And just mm-hmm. like some of the things that were said too, is just like, it was a lot to process. Like the next day, which is today, um, you know, I was driving and I, I, I haven't listened to a single Britney song today because I feel guilty or I, I feel weird listening to it. Like, I feel like you're exploiting her. You're being a part yeah, of the exploitation, yes, right? Yes. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. So, you know, quickly to kind of, kind of go over kind of, you know, she, she talked for about 20 minutes and uh but like some of the big key takeaways was she has basically said that you know she was lying to the public mm-hmm. and saying everyone telling everyone that she was happy when she really wasn't um that she, you know she can't sleep that she's angry and that she's depressed um one of the biggest all rightfully so 100% one of the biggest oh sorry my phone one of the biggest uh shockers even from a fan perspective was the fact that she has an iud that has been placed in her that she cannot go and remove that's crazy like that's insane well she has to after six years you're supposed to get her removed well but that's the thing is because she has the conservatorship not only of her state but as her of her body is that uh the conservatorship of her body as well as like well yeah so she she finance like so she's there's two different types of conservatorship so it's like the finance and then the uh conservatorship of the person and Britney Spears has both so she can wow she she can't make any decision regarding her finances versus and including her her person so she can't she can't go to the doctor and be like this is what I want like other people have to decide that for her. So, so they're in the like that's crazy. That's a very so, private thing. Is like your your health. Like but your, that's what I'm saying. Is so they basically, from my understanding, based on this, is like they basically gave her an IUD, and she cannot just go to the doctor and be like, "I want this removed." Like it has to go through someone else to approve that. That's crazy. That's that's such an invasion of of, of one's person. Like that is literally as. It, personal as you can get right so So she goes on and she also says that like that was just part of the part of what she had basically said um she stated that she wants to be free um she's been basically manipulated to like basically provide people these people this you know her management her dad her family everyone working on the conservatorship she basically stated like if i don't do certain things i am being threatened with you know I won't be allowed to go on vacation with my kids or, you know, like things like that, or, you know, that's um, crazy. It's like, she, it's worse than being like her dad saying you're grounded. She's like, 39. Her, like this is now messing she's still with being the, treated like she's a yeah, teenager and she's a hundred percent. And she's a mother to children to say that we are going to deprive you access to your own children on the basis of what, because I'm questioning your authority as she rightfully has every right to do that. Like that is crazy. Like it's, and, and like, I think that 
it's just, once again, I have to say, I think it's just a shocking thing to the world because everybody thinks that here, here it is. This chick has it made, you know, she's made so much money. She has this like ultra fame. And so she should be like riding high on that. And the, and like the reality of it has been that she has been a working pony, like a show. Show she's horse. been a cash cow for somebody yeah exactly and, and, she Brit- has and finally sh- and finally britney has admitted it so all the lawyers her dad's side everyone in the conservatorship they were all on this like zoom meeting obviously because due to covid not everyone can join and everyone except britney all wanted this to be remain private and britney jumped in and was like no this is gonna be i want this to be made public i want people to hear what i'm about to say finally and you know and that's kind of what you said like even Brittany herself in the statement basically said you know she said I was so naive and I was so traumatized and I thought that if I told the world that I was okay that maybe I would start to believe it myself after I've lied and told the whole world I'm okay and I'm happy it's a lie I thought I just maybe I said that enough maybe I might become happy because I've been in denial I've been in shock I am traumatized, you know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth. Okay. I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. I cry every day. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't think how the state of California can have all this written in the court documents from the time I showed up and do absolutely nothing. Just hire with my money, another person to keep and keep my dad on board. You know, she, she compared the, she compared this uh, conservatorship to, you know, basically being like a sex trafficker where she's like, I'm basically working. Wow. She's like, wow. Yeah. She could, because she's basically being been working for these people to provide. And she's been sexualized her entire fucking life too. We we talked about that last week as well. And like, I get it. Like it's, that's really sad. Like, no, it just goes to show no matter how much that we think that hey, this person should be happy, man. You made your money, enjoy it. Like, what are you bitching and complaining about? And you ain't got no problems. I got real problems. No, everybody has their own problems. We yeah. Like, this just goes to show that we really can't judge what it's somebody even, else is going through because you don't even, know. Well, it's not even that. It's at this point, as like as a Britney fan, like hearing all this and hearing like everything that was stated and how the abuse that's been done on her for the last 13 years. Like this isn't even just a concern. Like this is like, this is like a human rights violation at this point. And, you know, given just based on her testimony of like everything that's happened Mm -hmm. to her, the FBI needs to get involved here. They need to just take this woman out because at the end of the day, yeah, she said her piece, but Mm -hmm. once she was done that court hearing, she went back living at her house like she's still in control like these people are still in control of her she still had to go back home and deal with them like it's not like so it's she like, said her piece and then now she's free yeah it's like, like she still has to deal with them she so still like, has to see them on the daily what crazy shit this pe- like if if these people have been getting away with this shit for the last 13 years what the fuck are they going to do now that they've been like finally put on blast like, yeah you know what i mean like there's just it's well it was you a- know that's it's just one of those cases again now like with you know when bad things surface like i.e our previous topic it should be a catalyst to change the wrongdoings that have been done yeah not to continue to just be like oh shit that's bad you know what you'll be fine you'll get over it 
on to the next. No, like people, like, I think this is a time where people are really like, they need to deal with it. You can't just say, oh, like here it is. Oh, that's bad. I'm going to care about it for like the hour, the day, the month, whatever, and then just move the fuck on. We can't, when you can, you can't move on. Like you can't move on until things have some sort of resolve. And I hope Brittany gets that. Like, I really, really do. Like, like I said to you, it was crazy, like to hear the shit fly out of her mouth that like, it's like, you know, and like just she dropped a grenade. Like I've seen that like all over social media today was like free Brittany. Like a lot of people like, you know, Justin Timberlake came out. I saw that you put that on yesterday. Yeah. Justin Timberlake came out and said, you know, given our past, good or bad, we need to list. Like, there's been a lot of support for this woman, and it's like <sighs> exactly that's just it. It's just like we've we've been very cruel to her, her family, her her management. Like, just let like that was my biggest thing is like let this woman just like let her be free and let her do whatever the fuck she wants to do. Totally. Holy shit! Like she's earned it. She's she's. Earned she's- it. She's more than earned it. She's like, this is just, this is beyond. Like, this if you're is a, worried this that a she's going to spend her money, then let her fucking spend her money. My question is, like, I just found the whole conservatorship to be, like, sketchy as fuck. Because it, it has how been. the hell are you going to have a conservator for somebody that is putting on a Vegas fucking show? That requires quite a level of, like, cognitive. She like, admitted that. In, in she said in in her court document that she she basically said herself she's like this is the first like i mean i'm not gonna quote it verbatim because it was like i'm you know giving a summary but she has basically said herself was like you know it's it's fun how can i be someone who is like providing like making money for my my, myself making money for these other people literally employing hundreds of people on my team but yet i am deemed incompetent to take care of myself it's such a like it does not make sense something else that really stood out to me was um her weekly allowance that she first of all that she has like this weekly allowance of like two thousand dollars a week which is a lot for a lot every day a lot for a lot of us yeah for sure but like for Brittany, like she has to pay for like, you know, she has security. She has like a bunch of shit, you know, like I I like and her yeah, and her dad lifestyle. makes like 16,000 plus some. Yeah. Her like, whole lifestyle is a different thing. And like that's what I'm saying. That's a grand for her, yeah. that's peanuts. That's like fucking change, man. Like what? That's that's crazy. Well, and it's like in a conservative, it's like you got and that's just a, it's like you got a question from a conservatorship. It's like, OK, yes, like conservatorships are meant for like people with like dementia and that are like incompetent it's like you're making money off this person like totally like she's clearly competent enough what are you doing with the rest of her money that's my question yeah like if you're only giving her two grand and she only has access that what about the funds that that are inaccessible to her where is that going well that and then that's what she brought up and it's just like there's a lot like there's a lot of injustices and it's just like stay tuned so what happens from here is my question what happens she well, so Brittany had said herself that um, she didn't even realize that she could petition the conservatorship, but probably given, you know, I think what finally made Brittany speak out was the fan support, because I think she probably didn't want to make it public because she has been manipulated for so long that mm. I think she 
literally probably thought that she would be just deemed as like this like crazy out to lunch like entitled mm-hmm. little fucking celebrity right right so um what happens next is basically so she hasn't officially she hasn't officially applied to have the um conservatorship ended so okay. she's gonna have to meet with her lawyer they're gonna have to Wasn't file it that- a part that she said she didn't know she could do that yes like, yes like that's so- fucking like she like okay that i have to ask i gotta ask about that okay how does she not know? Like, wouldn't you like the first thing if I was like, if I had somebody, you know, controlling my life and I don't want them to, I'd be like, how the fuck do I get out of this? Like, I'm well, going to be like Googling so she, that. Doing so, whatever she, I can. so she, she, so she even admitted she had tried in the past. Right. And what mm-hmm. it had, what has happened and what has made her conservatorship so difficult to get out of is um, she, so to get out in order to get out of the conservatorship without evaluation, you need basically okay. full support from your family saying, yes, they're fine. Let's end it. But the thing is, oh. is so she's saying, yes, I want to get out of this thing, but her family and her dad, and then she has to go and meet with all these people. So who knows what money is being bribed, what, whatever. And they're basically, they sit down with her and they go, yeah, no, yeah. You know what? Actually, Brittany isn't. So and it just repeats itself. So she's never had it because so she, she but like she wasn't a, able to like no there's no third find party. anybody herself. No, she can't because it ha- because she has no control over her person. Because that's cr- this is crazy. This is like a whole different level. And that's of what like that's what crazy. She, and so that's what she even said in her testimony was she was like she even said I'm okay with therapy. It was actually kind of cute. She had a little Britney laugh and she's like. I'm, I'm, she's like, I know I probably need therapy, but she was like, I want to be able to choose my therapist. And I want like, cause she has no control over who gets picked. It's whoever the conservative, like the conservator picks for her. So, right. And you, you know get- that they're going to be like having a hand in that person, whoever they pick. And that's pocket. just it. And that's just it. Yeah. It's like, how do you, you know, if you file a petition to get out of a conservatorship and you're like, okay, well, in order to do this, you need to meet with so-and-so and they need to evaluate you to make sure that you're competent enough, you know, to live on yourself. Here's this person that I hired to deem it. Mm-hmm. How is that fair? How, like, no. you know what I mean? Like, you so, know, it's going to be a very skewed perspective. You're not going to get And the narrative out. is being uh, controlled. And like, that's what, and that's what Brittany has requested in this, in this court hearing. You know, she, I think the biggest thing was like, she just, she wanted to make it public record because she, I think she must have realized because she has a boyfriend who obviously isn't. Right. There must have been enough information from my own, if I'm just guessing, that there was enough support and enough people that were willing to support her that it was like, you know, you don't need to necessarily file to terminate the conservatorship, but at least speak and make it public knowledge. Yes. Like that was, this was a huge probably the smartest thing that she could have done in dealing with this is like making it public so that she could have her day to like speak on the experiences that she's, she's the only person that could speak on that. That's a, it's a very subjective thing. Yeah. And like, she even just honestly, like it just, once again, there's just a correlation I find. Okay. Yeah. So both of these instances are about oppressed people yeah. that have been manipulated into perceiving the image that is imposed on them. They did not have a choice. 
right? right. Like exactly. definitely like lar- way, 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 way larger scale for the indigenous. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like just the fact that these are two stories of people that are being manipulated and being told who they have to be. So like that is probably one of the saddest things that a person could go through is being told that you are not, you're, you're not good enough as, as you are, which like in today's, today's day and age, all we do is preach like self-love and like to not be able to be, have access to that or to be able to actually, uh, it's just, it's no, exactly. No, exactly. And like, that's like, you know, like you said, like, yes, obviously there's like, it's, similar but like they're two different things way but different like, scales but, but, but there is yeah. the, the, the root but there's problem. a commonality there's a commonality obviously yes with um like exactly that like exactly what you said it's like you're being stripped away of who Your you identity. are you don't have any control over like what you choose and it's like yeah it's it's heartbreaking so i'm, I'm really hoping that there's justice for both, for both for causes. Both. I hope exactly. justice for both causes, hundred percent. And like, you know what? You are going to be a hell of an advocate for Brittany, and I am continuing to do what I can to be an ally for the indigenous. And you know what? Together, hopefully, Colton, I, you know, our platform is not large, but we are still mighty. Yes, yes. So we still have a voice, and we will do what we can to whoever will listen. Let's unwind all this bullshit. <laughs> Full you know real. Who, you know who isn't denying themselves anymore is Carl Nassib. That's true. Good. Who is yes, the first Carl open, Nassib. first active, active, openly gay NFL player? Finally, he came out on his Instagram, Twitter. Is that what he came up? On? He came out on. It was social media, yeah. And he basically right. was like, "Here it is," and like, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are coming out, celebrities, you know, like the recent Bachelor, Colton Underwood, all those people. But to me, this is like, you know, let's the face athletic it. world is a complete. That's a very like male macho. Like, well, not even that. This like, is like, let's give it up to Carl. Like, let's just okay. This this will be both our puppet. Let's just face it. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, you know, we, we got to give it to him. He is the first openly active gay athlete to really come out. So Carl Nassib, like, let's cheers give it. to you. Cheers hey, to you, I, I'll drink to that. Yeah, this cheers. is actually like a happy toast. Yeah. Cheers to him. So there's our poppet collectively. Mm. But like Carl Nassib, what it would like, he's playing a very fucking macho sport. He's playing football. Yeah. Okay. Like it's different. Like there has been other athletes in the past who have came out. I mean, like after, Gibo, but after they've like, after they retired, yeah. like you have Jason Collins who I believe played for the Celtics. I'm sure. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just going to believe, correct me I'm going to believe whatever you say. But anyways, he came out after he retired because, right. because he knew like that locker room is going to be a whole different thing. I'm like, do you really atmosphere. fucking think the team like in 2021, like given it, like, do you really think people like that fucking athletes even care? Like, I'm, yes, I'm sure there shit? are, but like at that point, it's like, you're, like, I'm sure there are people that yeah. still have that, like, ridiculous mentality where it's like oh you're a fairy or whatever and you're like you know like, like especially especially room, really like changing yeah, yeah like those types of um you know like really aggressive sports right that makes like makes this whole 
it paints out this stereotype of what this man is like a macho man is supposed to be like. And now, you know, you have like, it's not and like, and we've come such a long way. It's not to say that gay men can't be macho. Hell yes, they can. Gay men can be whatever the fuck they want to be. And like, I think as, as we enter this new era where we are like, Hey, people can love who they love. They can be what they want to be. They want to be whatever pronouns you want to be referred to as that's an option. These are things that are now being hopefully normalized because unless like they're imposing it on you, fuck who gives a shit. It has nothing, it has nothing to do with you. Like, and like sports, there was a point where I actually wanted to bring up with, um, with like the Tokyo Olympics coming up, I was actually talking to Jibo about this, about uh, transgender athletes, right? So like mm-hmm. there is a difference between a male and a woman's, that's, a male that's and a woman's saying, strength. Like, exactly. There's a reason. That's a whole like, different thing, but I do want to kind of touch on that. Yeah, no, I think like, that needs to be separate. And that's what I would argue. I would say I have a, you should have a whole different category, like create yeah. a new category. Okay, then cre- exactly. That that would be. That perfect. would be my best thing is like, yeah. hey. Create a new, cre- like, like, yes. Yeah. Like this would be the best thing that you could possibly do because then you don't need to say like because yeah physicality because I, it because is different I, i'm like, saying i'm like like let's face it like there is a difference between a, a man and a woman and in, in their physical aspects and their strength and their weakness even how like, much alcohol they consume like a, you male, think a man could give birth like, to a baby hell no oh my god if i had to give i mean if i had to give birth to a child like lord knows yes. the moment i got pregnant i would be freaking oh the god. fuck out i would be having Oh my god! Fucking anxiety. Like you would need to like. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! I would need Colden, to, like, what am whatever. I gonna be like when I get pregnant? Fuck! I'm. So yeah, scared. but we all know. Like I'm like anxious and like. You like, are. Can't... You are. Super Could you imagine? Oh, I mean, if I, okay, imagine me as a woman getting <gasps> pregnant. I would be like, I'm gonna die once I have this child. Oh my god! Like that would be I... my thought. I'd be like, once I have this child, I will die. I. I'm definitely fucking super like I was there for Nav when she like literally oh pushed Rohan, like, Rohan no, out. Like I saw him come, like I saw him come out of her vajay and it was just, it was an amazing experience. I bawled my eyes out, but I was also scared shitless. Cause I'm like, what the fuck? Like I can't go. I couldn't this. even if even not, a, like, not even the fear of death. Like I would just be like, so for nine months, I would just be so fucking pre- I'm going to be crazy. All I would like, preoccupy would be like, my vagina is going to be ripped open. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, okay, like, I, I don't just even be anticip- want to think about that. I would like, just that be. Is... I would just be anticipating the pain for like nine months straight. Like I wouldn't be like, it's so great. Like, no, I would just don't be like, say this to me. You're going to be planting these fucking seeds in my mind. Like almond. I psych myself out. You over, can literally like, rip, vaccine. Like I. You can it literally hurt me. But I the, just the pre like the when you're thinking. How about do you not it, think about like, that though? I, I fuck man I'm trying not to <laughs> fuck Colton. like oh my god like and then when you hear, that's why there's a big fucking push present and then when you fucking hear jewelry. the stories and then when you hear the stories of like the vagina literally ripping open to the asshole like I've oh known my people that oh my god I like, can't why uh, are you, like okay so let's cork Chivo it to childbirth I'm never can gonna just, have babies can we can I'm we okay not gonna have babies let's, okay let's pop it to fuck I'm scared now uh, okay well let's <laughs> let's pop it to I wanted to call him Colin. I'm not a sports Carl. Fan. Carl. Yeah, that's my dad's name. Okay. Let's pop it to him and let's cork childbirth. Cause no, a lot of shit. Cork childbirth. What the 
fuck, Colton? <laughs> you can rip your asshole open with childbirth. I think oh we should. God. I'm that. sure you could rip your asshole open in different ways too, Colton. <laughs> I feel like that could be taken as a homophobic slur, but we will not. Oh my God, that's not a slur at no, okay. all. Okay, well, what do what you, you want to, I'm. what do you want to cork? I'm going to cork. I'm corking childbirth. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, it's beautiful, but a lot of shit. You're never gonna, okay. You're never gonna have to go through it though. Like, you're corking you know? something that you don't. Do you have a what bidet if, that I never if, knew about? What if I want to? What if I want to fucking utilize one of your beautiful brown Indian eggs? I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one willingly, Colton. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Okay, well, you're Just right. Okay, tell so me what I'm you- pretty and I'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's that easy. Okay, so. Uh, oh, Lord, want- I'm so hot right now. Okay. So what okay. do you want to cork, Auden? I want to cork. Um, I want to cork people who still want to bury their heads in the sand in terms of Canadian, what's happening with Canadian history. Like, this is a time where, hey, Canada, we think that we're the greatest fucking people in the world. We're the nicest it's time to like show up. So what showing up means is like, let's take accountability for, you know, you may not have done it, but the fact is, is that we've profited from it and like change won't happen unless we make it happen. So that's what I want to cork. I want to cork any freaking people that are like, Oh, you know, being ignorant and being stupid because I will come for you. I will. Come okay. So, for you. so we'll do that. So we'll let's get our hashtags on. So hashtag free Brittany. Hashtag um, settlers for change. Hashtag every child matters. And let's maybe start a new awareness. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, this obviously is a joke and it's not going to negate any of the things that we have talked about, but maybe we should bring awareness to um, the vaginal anal tear during childbirth. Hashtag, hashtag no rip. Oh, I don't know. God. I don't know. Something like hashtag. Colton, like, no. I do okay. not want to have babies anymore now. Like, I really don't want to. Oh like, God. I'd rather I just give even. out hashtag, my fucking. Hash, I will hashtag, give out my eggs and I hashtag, will just have a surrogate because I yeah. can't. Hashtag. Like, I can't. Females have two holes, not three. What? We don't. Three holes. Is there? Okay. Well, you know yeah, what? Yeah, females shows, have three holes. Hashtag three holes, not one. You have two holes. No, you have two holes, right? Yes. Yeah, you have two holes. We have three. But if but if you have a child, you'll have just one gaping hole. So hashtag no <gasps> gaping hole. Disgusting. Disgusting. Ew. But that's the reality, You're folks. So and goodbye. I can't. You're so fucking.